Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good for me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a hide of sin. You can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> Podcast this side of the Milky Way. This is the Double Z. That's Rufus. You guys missed him shredding on fucking air guitar, I might add. Totally shredding. Air molecules were bouncing off my fingers. They were, dude. I can feel the atomicity all the way over here on the other side of the uh, universe. What's up, my man? Uh, pretty good. You know, it's going to be uh, the, the last rock and roll weekend of 2018. Got big plans for said rock and roll weekend? This is my biggest plan of every weekend right here. Mine as well, and that's what makes this such a damn good podcast, right, Rufus? <laughs> this is true, yes. I see that uh, you're wearing your white uh, earphones again. What's up with that? Uh, still can't find the black ones. Actually, I momentarily found the black ones in one of the vehicles when I uh, cleaned it yesterday, but I left them in the vehicle. Ah, so I'm nice. stuck with the white ones. I know the white ones don't look cool. Dude, you rock just about everything you wear. Now, I got a question for you. Are you an ordained minister? Yes. Do tell. Do tell, please. Well, anybody can be through the Universal Life Church. I got is ordained. Yeah. And you can get ordained, and it's totally legally valid. And I got ordained in probably 2001, 2002, and I got credentials. I've got uh, a parking slip that I can park anywhere that I fucking want. I've got a really a lanyard. I have a lanyard. Wow! That says, and I have a card. I don't think it's in my wallet now, but I have a card and uh, a document that. So includes. I would say ordainment has its perks. Obviously, it does. Yes, and you can perform weddings or bless meals or whatever. Can you do last rites? Can you do? Could you like uh, go to a prison and give a guy like some kind of consultation? If they want me to, and they pay me enough, sure. Yeah, well, they'll pay you in fried chicken, I do believe, from the last meal. What's ever left over from the last meal, you get to keep. That's fine. I like fried chicken. So last now, meal many, fried chicken's the best. How many services have you uh, have you performed as a, an ordained minister? Only one. Only one. My aunt's service. That was what I just saw recently. Then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that was a couple of years ago. Did you have your tie tied around your head for the service would be my other question to you. No, I did not. Not a tie. I had a headband on. <laughs> Is that what but, uh, that was? I thought maybe you had taken your tie, and instead of putting it around your neck, you actually tied it around your head a la 
uh, I guess I would say Sammy Hagar style. No, unfortunately not. It was my attempt number one to grow my hair long, which didn't last because it drove me nuts. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was not a tie. Okay. I thought that was a tie. Well, it matched It matched awful well to your suit then. Kudos well, of, cor- you. of course it did. I'm quite savvy when it comes to matching my clothing. Now, another question I had, there was like a super hot blonde in one of those pictures as well. Now, how are you related to her? I don't know. Who is that? Point it out. I don't know. You'll have to look on your Facebook page. But you're standing there, and uh, there's a super-duper hot blonde, like two people over from you. Um, I can't get too excited because only my family was there, but I would still like to see. I don't think that you're related to this person by blood. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair All enough. right, I'm just putting that out there. So I just and want it- your wife to hear this and go bananas on you later, so... Awesome. That one's for you, Mrs. Rufus. Go ahead and go berserk on him. He will do his own last rites. She never hears this. I make sure of that. Do you? I know because you're so blue on there. I mean, it's probably because you talk about beating her up so often that I have to believe that she beats you up. It's just for, the past, of... for the past five years, she has no idea that, that I even do a podcast with you. She thinks that I'm in here working late. Does she really? She thinks that your son... Sneaks in occasionally to see you working late and, and talk to Zigzag? Yes. Well, I, I, I really sell it because when we get done here, I go out there and I punish my child for coming in. And act like, why do you bother me during work? God yes. damn it. Yes. Yeah, I backhand him a few times and be like, don't ever do that again. And, and then, then when she's out of the room. Like, oh, just another day at, uh, at the office for Rufus. Yes. But what, once she leaves the room, then I whisper into his one of his collar, cauliflower ears, I'm just kidding, kid. Right. Now, now go I'll get some ice cream cone. Ice yeah. cream cones all summer long for you, son. And a, a steak for your eye. So, uh, what about Christmas? How was Christmas at the Slavkowski household? How did it go? Uh, well, it wasn't here. I mean, we had our little Christmas here. Oh, that's right. You know, a couple of days before the actual Christmas, but then we hit the road and drove for six hours, and then did family stuff, and then drove six hours back. It was good for the kid. He had a blast. But he got all the adults. presents as well, I would imagine. Got all the presents. Got cool presents. And uh, we just had to muddle through it, you know? Right. Just do your thing. I'm lucky. I only had to go over to my parents for an hour, and I didn't have to drive six hours for that. But I did have the six hours of dread beforehand, so it's like <laughs> I was driving. Might as well be. It was like the six weeks before of dread. Yeah, yeah, I know that dread. <laughs> it's not even dread. It's just like, really, it's just kind of another day in a sad way. And I know I'm not a hardcore Christian, even though I was raised Catholic and all that stuff. But, again, I'm going to reiterate that being raised Catholic and going to, uh, I guess I went to Catholic grade school, Catholic middle school, Catholic high school, and Catholic college of all places. And True. I've gone to enough church I don't have to ever go again, which is cool. And the one thing I learned about Catholicism by going to all this Catholic stuff is they don't even really expect you to take it that seriously. At some point, it's <laughs> like, well, we know that you've been ingrained in your brain and all, but the the uh, you can't, you know, so many people want to interpret the Bible literally. The first thing they tell you is you can't do that because it kind of disproves everything <laughs> they want you to believe in if you try to go exactly by the Bible. Right, you know what I mean? right. So they're like, it's just like a nice little book that teaches you how to live your life. And really, that's all it is, I guess. Yeah, we we did Christmas Eve at my aunt and uh, uncle-in-law's house. And they're really cool. Goddamn, they're such cool people, and they're super rich. 
but the the wife is kind of religious and the husband by association is too. And so the whole idea was, okay, everybody get here at three. We're going to eat at five thirty. have fajitas and all kinds of badass shit, open presents. But then it's a hard stop at about seven. Cause then we have to go do mass and everybody's invited if you want to come. And at one point during the whole festivities, and it was a great Christmas Eve, the, uh, the uncle was leaning up against the uh, counter next to me while I was nibbling on some cookies. And he said, uh, yeah, so you're going to come to Mass with us? And I said, nope. I'm pretty religious. I think I've put in my time. I don't really want to go either, but the wife says I have to. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Put a stop to it. Uh, well, I told him. I was like, the only people that should have to go to Mass or go to church at all are the people who aren't religious. If you've really? already done your time, you're you're saved. You're safe. I it's think the, the people, people that really have to go are the people that are being paid to go. Yes, and the heathens. Heathens and should have heathens, to go. Right, and they don't want to go. So what do you do about that? So he went, obviously. I'm, I'm guessing that every time that your uh, uncle and his wife have had sex, they've tried to create a baby as well. Uh, they created quite a few, and they're all fine <laughs> kids. Really? Anyway. Like yes. the Duggars? Are we talking quite a few like the Duggar family? No, it's not a herd. Enough but, I mean, they have compound? Four or five. I want to have enough kids someday that my house has its own zip code. You sound like uh, a Kennedy. I mean, a Victor Kennedy, by the way. <laughs> oh, yes. The the renowned, the world-renowned scientist Victor Kennedy, a man of yeah. many talents. Well, he had sex once and, and, pattern. and had 12 kids, but, of course, his wife had 12 teats because she was hardly human. Where'd you go? You okay? Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, little pre-show, or a little uh, post-started the show interruption. Is Didn't mean cat- to walk up and leave you hanging there. I know you were scared. You looked like a deer caught in headlights when I ran out on you. Is it cat uh, I had, to, had a cat crash, scratching at the studio door. I knew it was cat it out. I warned the cat before the show started, when I'm live, man, you're going to be a prisoner in here, but she just didn't want to listen. And then she's like, whoa. This show's getting a little too blue for me. Got to get out of here. I got a feeling it's the cat that does the warning in that household. The cat's like, no, you do what I want you to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, a cat does that. with. It's like cats are tricky like that because they trick you into, like, doing things that you don't want to do for them. Yeah. And you just do it, and you don't even know. I swear the cat's put me in a trance because sometimes I'm like, I'm not letting that cat in, Right. Yeah. Right. The cats will like be hanging because the cats go in and out. Sure. And I was like, the cat doesn't need to be in right now. It's too nice outside. And like five minutes later, I'll see the cat walking around. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realized that like on some kind of autopilot, I let the cat in without even realizing that I actually did it. And I'm you like, oh shit, the fucking cat tricked me. Bastards. Bengalis. All of our cats have been sick lately, though. So every day a cat has been going to the vet. So that's like three days. Really? What is a sick cat like? Like what, what happens have to like cat? a They have an upper respiratory infection. They call it just, I mean, it's like the most popular sickness for cats for some reason. And they always get them this time of year. And when one cat gets one, forget it. The rest of the cats are going to fucking get it. Do they cough and sneeze? What happens? They just their eyes get real goopy. And, yeah, they sneeze and they snot all over the place. And they're fucking miserable. Ah, that sucks. 
So you got to take them to the vet, and then you got to – the vets are such fucking jackasses, though, because they know that, like, giving the cat will fix it right up. Mm-hmm. But the, they always try to give you, like, these pills first. Like, and it's not easy to give a cat. We have one cat that will take pills. The rest of the cats will, like, fight you. And for as yeah. little as a cat is, trying to fight a cat is a fucking – or wrestle a cat, yes. It's very awkward because they're not they're not akin to not using their claws. They're like, we'll fucking claw your ass up. I, so I now we've got where I'm just like, just give the fucking shot to the cat. We're not going to fucking wrestle the cat and then have to come back and be like, can we get a shot now? Because the cat didn't get any better because we couldn't stuff a fucking pill down its throat. Doesn't the doctor make more off the shot? What, why wouldn't he just sell that to begin with? Because they want the repeat visit. Oh, and for I some see. reason, they're convinced that, like, I think the shot is, like, $10 more, right? And most people must be like, $10 more? No fucking way. We want the pill. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, the, and the, of course, the doctor is more than happy to be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, take the pills. We'll see you in about <laughs> five days. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to give a cat a fucking pill. <laughs> it's impossible. It's like giving it's a dog be. a pill. We used to try to give my old dog a pill or, like, sneak it, like, anything, and the dog could eat all the food and spit out the fucking pill whole. Wow, that's a smart dog. It was a, a very talented dog, did, let me tell you. Did you hear that? He had a tongue, he could really work it. Looks like Rufus well, screwed up and only made the show for 15 minutes tonight. I did <laughs> not. I guarantee you I did not because I double-checked. The did blog talk radio is fucking us over. Well, they just know that uh, they're going to try to sell some airtime. But we're going to—are we going to move on with the show and just uh, take it to the streets and post it up? Post well, yeah, because I'll, I'll just edit it together and post up a full episode. So all we, right, well, we I'm going to say goodbye to the fucking Blog Talk Radio bitch then, and uh, you guys are going to have to check us out on www.hypersloth.me to uh, catch any of the rest of this show. Apparently, until it can be posted by Rufus. Now, Rufus, I hope that I'm. Uh, taping the show correctly to send you whatever that I need to, my audio. You don't have to worry about that uh, this episode. For 2019 is when we're really pulling out the stuff. Oh, stock. okay. So right. 2019 is what you created the Dropbox for. Yeah, I was thinking ahead because I, I had Dropbox open. I was like, I better do it now just so I don't forget. Now, I'm not that familiar with Dropbox. I use Hightail. You know that. but Yes. I'm sure Dropbox is easy, but is, is it is it a Microsoft product? I must ask before I start to well, use it. Well, fuck it. You, we don't have to use uh, Hytale. That's fine. That's fine. I, I was just in Dropbox, and I was like, well, I may as well do it. But if Hytale is your thing, go for it. I like Hytale, too. I got I have really? a Hytale account. Yeah. Oh, do you? You have you, a Hytale account. You introduced me to Hytale. Yes. I did. Now you did. you're getting ripped off by Hytale like I am. God bless you. Actually... I like Hytale, but all these fucking idiots that I work with, they can never figure out how to download anything from fucking Hytale. Because it takes you to the Hytale server, I guess, and they it, like, baffles them. They're like, I don't see where to click on it. I'm like, click right where it says download. That's how fucking easy it is. And these are people who own businesses? Uh, yes. Well, they're people that run large businesses. They don't particularly own them, but they are oh. very high up positions in said business. I mean, these are guys that are responsible for four or five hundred million dollars a year in sales of shit. <laughs> but Jesus they Christ. can't open up 
You know what I've learned, Rufus, if I've learned anything is it's not really what you know when you get to a certain level, it's who you know. Yes, this is true. You know, I first learned that from a, a buddy of mine at St. Ed's, as a matter of fact, who was uh, in, majoring in business and he was in the frats and stuff. Right. And I was like, man, I was like, you don't strike me as a frat guy. He's the first guy I had an apartment with. And I, we both scratched our heads at the we same did. time. We did. That was very weird. strange. And I, I told him, I was like, you really don't strike me as a frat guy because he was sold into like not, he was not a frat guy. And he said, said, you know what? He said, I don't give a fuck about this frat or these dumbasses in it, but I'm going to pretend I do because of the connections that I can make. And I was like, okay. I don't understand that now, but I will one day. Now, what does he do now? I have no idea. Been out of touch with him since then. But. <laughs> since that day? Since he's <laughs> in the frat. See you, buddy. Good luck to you. I knew a couple guys that joined <laughs> frats in uh, – in college, and I was at St. Edward's, so they had to join frats that were at UT. And I swear to God, dude, these were guys that I hung out with every day for, like, the freshman year of St. Edward's. And then, well, it was one guy in particular, then he joined a frat, mm-hmm. and he turned into the world's biggest fucking douchebag and started hanging out with the biggest fucking douchebags ever. I can see that. I mean, that, a frat is a douchebag machine, for sure. It really is. And, I mean, I guess you could join for the connections or whatever, but... You know, they were trying to get us to join the frat, me and some of my other buddies, and we went to, like, two or three parties, and we're like, these guys are fucking dipshits. No, fuck that shit. I mean, even for the connections, I couldn't do it, obviously. Here's what I'm not going to do, dude. I'm not going to put on my fucking dress clothes to clean up other dudes' fucking pukes. You know what I mean? Which is a lot of what this guy did his first year in a frat. We'd be like, what are you doing? I'm going to say his name's Mark, because his name was Mark. And uh, he would go and... uh, he would, like, have to put on, like, his – this. he had to wear, like, an outfit, right? It was tan pants, sure. a dark-colored belt, a white-collared shirt, okay. and cowboy boots because, of course, we were in Texas, so you had to wear cowboy boots. Absolutely. And, uh, and go and fucking literally clean up fucking puke and shit and whatever that these fucking retarded <sighs> did when they got over-served themselves on alcohol. And uh, – I'm like, I don't think I'm up for that. I don't think I can listen to some guy one year older than me tell me to fucking clean up puke. No. I don't care no. what kind of connection's in it for me. Or some guy hit me with a stick. Could you imagine <clears throat> some fucking guy thank you? If that's not homoerotic, I'm not sure what is. Well, then you might like it. I might, but I was never man enough to fucking take it, or gay enough, I guess. And I got nothing against gay people, but if you're acting like you're not gay and you're letting people hit you with a fucking stick on your ass, I yes. think it's probably gay and you just haven't accepted it yet. This is true. Carl Jung said so. I did he? Yes. I, did. I read that book. He read it, wrote it while he was in a fret. Now, did you see while Neil deGrasse Tyson is getting part wrapped up in the Me Too movement? Well, apparently he uh, groped somebody's moons or... I guess he grabbed... I think it was something about... He said something about sticking a rocket in Uranus. And did I he finger... that wrong. Did he finger a black hole? <laughs> yeah, but it was his own, so I don't think it really... <laughs> his, his finger uh, went through the toilet paper. It did. He teach, he tells he tells people to wipe until they bleed. That was his that was like one of his things. Jesus Christ. But I just was sad to hear that. You know who I get him mixed up with? And I I'm not proud of this, 
but I think I get him mixed up with LeVar Burton a lot. The winning rainbow guy? Yeah. Well, he was also uh, Jordy LaForge. Jordy LaForge, right? Right. So now you see how I could make that mistake. Black guy, science, right. Black science men, I can absolutely see that for sure. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I don't know if you've seen this, like, you know, he posts a lot of shit on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, but he has this model of the, of our solar system, right? Spinning right. the fucking universe in 3D, how, how basically the sun is moving out, right? And we're revolving around the sun, but we're all moving forward, like yeah. being propelled out into fucking farther in outer space, which is, it's like the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen. It's and cool, I do like Neil deGrasse Tyson, even though he likes black holes and talks about black holes a lot. Yeah, fuck, I don't care who he abuses. He's <clears throat> smart, and I like him. You know what? I actually bought a Neil deGrasse Tyson T-shirt, and I should have worn it on the show tonight, but it says, science doesn't care about your religion, I think is what it says. Ooh, cool. It took me so long to get it, though, I forgot it was coming. Do you ever get anything like that? I, like, ordered it. Six weeks ago, and figured like every other place on the earth now it would be delivered in like five days, and somehow <clears throat> it showed up like two months later. Uh, no, After but I forgot I mean, about it. I think from the past two podcasts, we've learned that you have uh, delivery problems. Well, no, I think this is one of those deals where he obviously doesn't print the shirt himself, Not far too busy. But it's like some kind of merchandising warehouse that, like, we'll get to his shirts and shit when we get to him. We're not fucking, you know, they paid $5 for shipping. It might as well take fucking six months to get to this fucking guy. You think he'd be so a high after the Me Too movement. you think it would have been here, like, split because he could put it on a rocket or something. Yeah, or send it through a wormhole or a wormhole, yeah. continuum. Hey, I never did ask you. You and your son watched The Fly. How did it go? It went good. He liked it. He thought it was uh, disgusting and creepy. Which did is... he like Jeff Goldblum? He did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a strange dude, but I I got to tell you, he he intrigues me. Jeff Goldblum fucking intrigues me. The character, <laughs> I don't know if it's a character or if it's him or what the fuck it is. He actually reminds me of one of my dad's friends when I was growing up, a guy named Bob. And Bob was like, he was a pot smoker, right? And I know yeah. that because when I was like 14, we found three joints in the glove compartment <laughs> of his truck. That's a good hint. That's a good hint. <laughs> and, uh, and I must admit that that was, I, we stole one, and that was the first time I ever smoked pot. Really? And, and, I, and I was so naive to think because it was me and my buddy Andy. And Andy was old enough to drive, so Bob was like, yeah, you guys can borrow my truck. So we were driving this truck for like a week, and there was three joints in the fucking glove compartment. Good thing we never got pulled over. But uh, so we took one of the joints, and I, I, my friend Andy is like, let's smoke it. I'm like, okay, whatever, let's smoke it. And you know, I didn't get high the first time that I smoked weed. I can tell you that. I'm one of those people. I didn't get high to like the third time that I smoked weed. Wow, And then I've been high every time since. That's the crazy part. But uh, so he convinced me, let's take this joint. I'm like, no. And he's like, well, what's he going to do, tell your dad that we stole his joint? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. He probably would never tell my dad that he fucking smoked pot, right? I'm that naive to think that my dad and this guy being, like, probably 50 years old, my dad didn't know that this guy smoked pot. You know what I mean? This guy would be afraid to tell my dad 
that he smokes pot. Like, that would be me being afraid to tell you that I smoke pot. Right. Right? And I was yeah. naive enough, though, at the time to think, yeah, there's no way this guy's going to tell my dad we stole his joint. And you know what? He never did. Well, of so course like not. Either, maybe, my, maybe my friend Andy was right and he didn't want to tell my dad. Or he's like, that's right. I turned that dude on to fucking some weed and no reason to fucking bring his dad into it. So even though you didn't get high, right? What, did you have an expectation? Were you like, okay, I'll try it? And did, did you think something no. in your head well, was going to happen? I really don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? I did. I mean, what do you, the expectation, I guess, I don't know. No, because I, it, before then I had been drunk. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, not often, maybe once or twice. And I guess you expect it to be like that. And then when it's really not anything the first time, because I guess you haven't turned on your endocannabinoid system yet. Your, uh, your pineal gland is not All activated. Right. It's, not, it's not amped up. It's not tuned right. in. But I can tell you that the first time I did get high, I was pretty fucking high. And unfortunately, I've probably been high a few times like that since, but probably not in a long fucking time. You know, because when you're younger... You're just free, dude. You're free to fucking be high. And yeah. nothing's blocking you from being high, and you're not worried about fucking insurance and paying the cable bill. You know what I mean? You're just fucking high, and your brain's just like, fuck, this is fucking good shit. That's one thing I've noticed about being high as an adult is I just have a good time worrying about the same shit. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. Worrying about it. i got to take my high blood pressure meds before I go to bed. I better remember. <laughs> if I don't, I'll be dead. <laughs> didn't die. You'd probably just have a stroke or something. Yeah, I, I've missed him a few times. Boy, I feel weird. Like I'm about <laughs> to die. Really? It's crazy. Well, I know I was on high blood pressure medicine, but you're like on a water pill and stuff too, right? Yeah, it makes no. me pee pee. Right. So I don't that, but see that one doesn't seem to me like it would make you. How does a water pill work exactly? Oh fuck! I don't. Most high blood pressure pills weren't made to be high blood pressure pills. They were made right. for something else, and that's a side effect. The one that I, I've been taking, I can skip pretty much all of them, and no big deal. But there's one that I've been taking since I was like 32, and if I miss that one, I really feel like the world's collapsing. Or it, it's withdrawals, really. It's right. not like my blood yeah. pressure goes no, I crazy. Know it's because it's, I actually was on blood pressure medicine at one time too, <clears throat> and. uh and I went off of it, and I fucking felt weird, and my heart was oh, yeah. pounding and shit like that. And I know my blood pressure was high. And then, though, when it got out of my system, it went really fucking low. Like, my heart yeah. was beating, like, 62 fucking mm-hmm. beats a minute and shit. You know, like I, like I'm fucking uh, Armstrong, right? Like, I'm, like, in really good shape or whoever, you know? And yeah. I, and I knew at the time that I am not in good shape, and there's no reason for my heart to be at 62 fucking beats a minute. That was a little fucking scary. Well, Armstrong only has one testicle, so he doesn't have to even pump as much blood that, as everybody else. You know else. what? You ever wonder if that's from riding a fucking bike all the time and grinding your fucking nutsack into his seat? Could be. Could I mean, be. Really? I mean, you probably just build up. Have you ever seen the show Dr. Pimple Popper? I no. wish I was joking, dude. I really <laughs> I was joking. I'm kind of glad you're not joking. I think you mentioned it on a, another show, but I don't remember a lot. It's He just busts boils and furuncles and stuff. It's a lady. Her name's Dr. Oh. Shantley. She's 
She's pretty hot too, by the way. If you ever she's get a hot pimple popper, the hot okay. like Japanese lady. I mean, she's obviously American because she's totally American, but uh, and she does she pop dude, but she pops pimples, but she takes out fucking boils from people. You know what, dude? I watched one the other day where a guy had a thing removed, and it was like your fucking deal. So she's like the <laughs> she's like the lady that does the same thing as you had done. So she's a dermatologist, basically. Yes, she's a dermatologist, but she's also kind of a plastic surgeon, I think, too. So she's hot and she's Asian. Does she, uh, will she pull any pulp out of, you know? Well, yeah, she knows how to milk. Let's say she knows how to milk a bag, if that's what oh, you're great. talking about. Does she have a medical table with a hole in it that I lay face down on? Yes, and then there's one that goes on top of that that has a hole where your anus is, and... Then her husband comes in and joins because he's a doctor at the same firm. Oh, my God. Wow. So he, he tickles your prostate while she milks you from underneath. Jesus Christ. And you know what? Your insurance will cover it. Sounds like a wonderland. <laughs> it is. But, man, there's some fucking gross stuff on there. And I feel bad because, like, like when you went in there, you know, that had to be, that had to be pretty scary because she keeps these people awake while she does – the uh, the incisions and stuff on them, and yeah. but she just takes some fat out of people's like they get like a some kind of cyst that you get that's just filled with fat, right? And man, she took like oh my god, dude, I was like ready to vomit. Sadly, really? Oh yeah, you've got to see it. But I mean, I feel bad for these people because they go in there and you know they're like normal looking people, but they'll have like this huge thing on the side of their neck. Like in the middle of their face, they'll have like a giant ball of fat that she just cuts out, and you're like, damn. I mean, because the sad part is these people live with these fucking shit, dude, and they don't go to the doctor because they can't afford it. Yeah. So they're always like, oh, it started out the size of a, you know, a dime, and three years later, it's like a fucking giant, <laughs> I mean, like the size of a grapefruit under your fucking skin. That's what happened. Just, and, and this is the fucked up part. It's considered elective surgery, right? So if you go to the fucking, uh, your insurance carrier and go, you know, I want to have this giant boil that's on the fucking front of my head that's keeping me from working removed, they're like, sorry, we're not paying for that because that's an elective surgery. It's not life-threatening. But it's livelihood-threatening. Well, they don't care about that, dude. That's not their problem. Well, goddamn. I mean, they're like, you, okay, a... you know what? If you want us to pay for fucking surgery, just quit our fucking insurance. You know what I mean? Because we'd rather go without you than have to pay something because, you know, say it costs 10 grand and the people only paying $300 a month insurance. So that could take us fucking three, four years to get that money back. Fuck you. Well, you could be like, how much can it cost to have a, 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 a grapefruit sized cyst removed? Let me put right. it this way, dude. She has some gold forceps, okay? So, but she does this for these people. These are like hard. She really does have gold gold forceps, but gold forceps, okay? Well, they're like gold handled, I guess you would say. She's she's Japanese, dude, or Chinese. What do you want? I mean, of course she has fucking gold forceps. Well, sure, sure. I'd be more she surprised has. if she didn't. She doesn't use nunchucks to just oh, knock here's the tumors out? I got a little zigzag rants for you. Okay. We ordered Chinese fruit from our chain, favorite Chinese restaurant, right? Okay. And we ordered let me guess. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Let okay. me guess the, the name of the restaurant because all Chinese restaurants have the, the same name. All right. All right. I'll give me give you three guesses. 
China Kitchen. Eh. Hunan Buffet. <laughs> no, no. China you can't even freak of three. There's only two fucking. There's only two names of them. Probably every Chinese food restaurant I've seen is either well, China Buffet or China Kitchen. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's pretty a pretty common one. It's called the Great Wall. The Great Wall Chinese restaurant. The good side. Oh, it's the one Trump owns. <laughs> yes, yes. No, that's. Yeah, that's but that place is gonna serve Mexican food, not Chinese food. <laughs> Salvadoran, whatever. I think that's pupusas or something like that. Run by Huns. So we uh, order from our favorite Chinese restaurant. A little break from the, you know, from what's going on with the holidays and whatnot. Sure. And we order a couple of entrees and uh, an appetizer, and then we ordered fried rice. Okay. Like, to get fried rice, see, there used to be a time in a place when if you wanted fried rice and you ordered a uh, a meal, like a regular meal, you could get fried rice substituted for a dollar rather than the white rice. Sure. Right? Well, they yeah. quit doing that. So now you have to order a fucking order of fried rice, which is seven bucks. What? Yeah. So you have to order fried rice if you want fried rice, because I prefer my Chinese food on fried rice, not white rice. I don't really care for white rice that much. Well, I admit, white rice is bland. It's boring. I mean, right. why? 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 Like, hey. yeah. So I guess since we did that, they didn't even give us the white rice. So not only charging us $7 for a fucking order of rice, they yeah. also said, well, since you're getting the fried rice, we're not giving you the white rice that you would get for free with your meal. Oh, no. Them fighting words. Yeah. I was pretty upset because what I like to do, Rufus, is although I don't like the white rice, I like to order an extra hot and sour soup. I love hot and, and sour I like soup. to put that rice in the hot and sour soup and heat it up in the microwave like the next day or two days later and Very make good. a meal out of it. I mean, it's kind of like doing a ramen with a potato or an egg, you know? Yeah. It's like just kind of a freebie. And so, yep, I went for the white rice because the wife had put all the stuff away. And uh, there was no white rice. And I had to lecture my wife on never leaving the Great Wall without the white rice ever again. Well, was it your wife's fault or the restaurant's fault? Well, it's the restaurant's fault. I'm guessing they're like, since we're getting fried rice, they're not going to give us white rice too, even though we are supposed to get it for free. So they probably forgot it. But who knows if they forgot it or just decided to try to save a buck. I think they try to save a buck. I do too, Rufus. I'm not gonna lie. I do they too. I don't think that's fair. And if if it and if the Chinese food had not made me so tired, I would have called and complained. But luckily, they put plenty of sleeping pills in the Chinese food, obviously, because after eating it, I took a three-hour nap, and by the time I woke up, they were closed. Well, the Chinese are the Jews of the Orient, and that's why they they? always want to save. Yes, that's what they say. The Chinese are the Jews of the Orient. They will always try to save a buck. Well, they got my buck. But I got to admit this, the lady at the place, she's like a 55. I don't even know how old. She could be fucking 70 years old for all I know. She's hot as hell. She's fucking super duper hot (laughs) and scary at the same time. Of course. Oh, like, man. Oh, man, is she hot, but I would never fucking raise my voice to her. She'd probably fucking go bananas. That is that is the best a hot Asian chick. Hot, but kind of scary. little standoffish. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, yeah. And, like, very curt. 
but nice. It's very strange. I guess it's I would call it autoerotic. Being attracted to a, a hot older Asian woman is like when you stand on the top of a tall building and you get that urge to jump off. You're like, I know it's going to hurt and kill me, but damn. Might be worth it. Might be worth Two it. Two seconds of joy. Yes. Yeah, and I just, you know, I thought about Dr. Sandra Lee and how she has her milking table for you, and <laughs> I asked for <laughs> table hot mustard but was afraid to ask for some extra chopsticks lest I make her angry. Or white rice that should have been free. Yeah, right, and then she jumps in the back of her giant Cadillac. It's probably a bunch of fucking white rice that she sells to a neighboring <laughs> on the black market. The trunk is full of white rice. Fully cooked. (laughs) I think it's more full of hot mustard. (laughs) It should be. Or hot milk. (laughs) If you got hot mustard coming out of your weenus, see a doctor. You probably need to see a doctor about that. Yes. Or it means you ate a boot jalokia. Is that the uh, the egg with the half-formed duck in it? No, no, but I can't believe that can be a fucking delicacy anywhere. Could you imagine, like, opening up a package of bacon and, like, there's a half-formed baby pig in there to fucking be eaten? No. no. I can't understand how anybody could possibly eat that baby duck. I mean, just seeing it on TV is enough to fucking turn your stomach. I don't... My- how much whiskey do you have to have drank at that point that you're like, yeah, I'm going to eat a fucking duck egg with half a duck, a lot, like baby duck body in it? My my son is fascinated by this guy named L.A. Beast on YouTube, and he's a, a competitive eater. And he posts these YouTube videos of him eating either a lot of shit or gross shit or really hot shit or a lot of really gross hot shit. And he did one of eating uh, the balut is what it's called. And he cracked one open and held up to the camera, and a duck's head just went bloop and plopped out of it. Yeah. And he just ate it. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Are don't. they cooked? Are they pickled? How are they I, I, prepared? I, I don't even know. I think they look pickled. They don't look cooked. I mean, there's no grill marks. Well, I mean, are hard-boiled? Maybe they're hard-boiled. I, I think hard-boiled, that's kind of what I'm thinking, yeah. But, that's yeah, you can see all this. for a baby little duck in there that, I mean, is it alive? What state of, I mean, it has a beak, right? I'm guessing it's alive in there. I guess. I don't know. I mean, uh, only the Supreme Court can decide. Is the beak crunchy when they eat it? Probably a little soft, maybe like a, a wet toenail. Dude, I don't know about you, but I think for 2019, season two, we eat one of those on the show. You know that's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know that, dude. I still got fucking oysters sitting up here that you pussed out on. Pussed out on? I just never bought them. <laughs> right. To, to me, that says you pussed out. Luckily... These are still good for the fucking 2019 season. Let me see what the date is on them. These are probably good for the 2030 season. Here they are. Oysters in a tin can don't get yeah, old. And I did tell you that I admit that I don't mind the flavor of them. Or I didn't used to. I haven't had one in 25 years, so maybe longer. 
Um, let's see. It's got a date on here. Best before. Uh oh. Uh oh. December of seventeen. You know they're still good though. You know what I found out? A lot of canned stuff like that is still good, but the government makes them say that it's no good anymore. So you throw it out and buy new shit. Are you gonna trust that when it comes to eating oysters? Fucking a right, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't think me either, man. Better I don't know. I think if you opened them up and they didn't stink, they're probably still good. They might stink on the inside. They probably stink either way, to be honest. I bet they stink anyway. Yeah, maybe, cooked, I'll get right? a, maybe I'll get a new can. They are smoked. Yes, they are smoked. Very sm- okay, let's do it. Next episode. We need to think about the flagship 2019 episode. Are we going to do the oysters? I'm down are- with oysters. Let's do it. What was the plan? Just to eat them on a cracker? I mean, yeah, crackers. Because okay. you had never had an oyster, right? I've never had an oyster. No. So we're having oysters, smoked oysters, flagship show. What day would that be? What's the date? Oh shit! I don't know. I'm terrible with dates. Me too. I can't even tell you what day of the fucking week it is. You know when you get like a day off where you don't have to work, and you're like, what fucking day is it? Not that I would know, because unfortunately I have to work every fucking day. Yeah, god damn, no shit. All right, let's uh, see. Uh, <clears throat> Saturday the will be the 5th. Or wait, the 4th. The 4th, Friday, the 4th. Rufus, we have a problem. Why, why, why? I'm going to be out of town on Friday the 4th. We might going to have to do the Saturday the 5th for the inaugural show of 2019. Is that going to... I knew it. I knew it! Finally, finally, I found a way to hijack the show. So here's the deal, listeners. On uh, the 5th of of uh, January, ZigZag's going to be doing his own Hypersloth show. Uh, so be sure and tune in. Oh, he's back, folks. I'm Rufus, back. What's going on? All right, you're back. I saw you storm off there. No, sorry. I just remembered something I had to do. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyways... Um, I'm not going to be able to make the show on the 4th, so let's do a show like the 15th or something. Not the 5th. I've got something going on the 5th. Why are you so busy? From 8 to 9. But, uh, the 15th? No, I'm kidding. Day. We can do the 5th. We can do the 5th. Okay. I was just, uh, I was going to schedule another show, the like the zigzag show, but uh, I guess I'll do that. I'll stick with the Hypersoft Happy Hour since it will be our second season. 311 episodes in the first season. Let's hope. Here's to another 311 in season two, Rufus. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. to you, listeners. Right, so you. Like the, first, the first episode of 2019 on the 5th is going to be an extravaganza. We're going to do the oysters and Oyster. then we're going to write stuff. a song in 10 minutes. We'll write a song in 10 minutes. We, we'll figure out uh, like the subject matter. We're going to read we get... a headline. We're going to Google something, read a headline, and then we're going to write a song about it. Fucking A. We'll do it. 10-minute song. And we, should we do the roll of the dice for the chords for the song? Yes. The roll All of right. the dice we'll for also, the chords. We are going to leave this song in the hands of fucking destiny. And the aliens are going to beam us down a thing from ancient aliens... And it's going to come right to our heads, and we're going to write a fucking brilliant song in 10 minutes 
on the first show of season two. Do not forget, Rufus. I, I will not forget because I'm already nervous. Not me, buddy. Not me, baby. Bring it. Bring it. I'm a pressure man. I'm a pressure guy. Are you right? I really am, too. I, I work well under pressure. I do, but then I'm, like, spent for, like, a week. I'm like, oh, man, that fucking was 10 minutes of fucking pressure in the drive-thru at Taco Bell. I'm going to need a week to fucking recover from this. But that's fine, because you earned it. I you did. Work under pressure. I did earn it. I do. You know what? Pressure is good at sometimes, but then, like, pressure every day for a long time will fucking wear you down. Speaking of Taco Bell, what do you get at Taco Bell? Because their menu has, like, it's nebulous. It's ever-changing, and they have all this crazy shit. I always get I, – I keep it simple because I am just want to get the fuck in and get out. I get tacos. I just get – That's what I get. I get crunchy tacos. I love the crunch. It's hard to eat while you're driving. Yeah, but it, it can be done, dude. But you know what I've noticed? If you look at my car, because I, oh, I can't wait, dude. I have a real problem because, you know, the funny thing about Taco Bell is if you wait too long, it's not that good anymore. Yeah. I mean, really on a crunchy taco, you got about a 10-minute window where it's still fucking good. To, not even. It might be like a five-minute window before that dude. grease sets into the bottom and you could, like, slap the taco open because it's, like, so greasy ridden at the bottom crease of the taco that it's just, like, weak. Man, I, I'm telling you, I get Taco Bell only on the go, and I am eating the first taco before I'm out of their parking lot. That, me too. For sure. Me too. For sure. Fucking paper in my face, eating the taco. Yes. People are in danger. But I don't care because that first taco, but they blow up, dude. Something about eating one in the driver's seat of a car that makes it fucking blow up into a million pieces. I could eat one sitting over yeah. a sink, which is where I eat the rest of my tacos, <laughs> over the sink. The taco but, sink. Well, I wish I was lying, Rufus, but I'm like, you know what? It's probably going to make a mess. But see, here's the deal. I'll eat a taco over the sink. I won't drop one fucking piece of cheese or lettuce. Sure, yeah. First buy the taco in the fucking driver's seat of my car. Just yeah, shatter. and I'm picking up fucking taco like cheese and shit out of yeah. my car for like a month. Yeah, me too, me too. And and if you get a soft taco, then for some reason, even though it's, I'm assuming it's fresh, it's like <laughs> I, it, it hasn't been sitting around, the the back end of the paper is like soaking wet and dissolving and, and falling apart, and you get the drips on your jeans. Dude, I have ruined so many fucking shirts. I know that, You know who Doug Heffernan is? I know that name, yeah. Is he a comic? <laughs> yeah, he's Kevin James, but he's on that show, uh, The King of Queens. Yeah, That's King Doug of Queens. I love but, that uh, I have so many fucking shirt plates from eating tacos from Taco Bell. <laughs> I can't even tell you. And it ruins your fucking shirt, right? It I does. I on under the shirt I have on. I don't know I what. I need to wear a bib. Someone needs to bring, like like, a bib so it's legitimate for an adult to wear it. Taco Bell should give you a bib or like a trough I mean, or something. They do at the Red Lobster, right? I mean, do they still do that? <laughs> I, God, I haven't been in a Red Lobster in so long. I don't know. We were talking about going to Red Lobster. I, I like. Wonder, I wonder if I get one of the deadliest catch uh, crabs if I ever get the crab legs. You think I do? You might. How would you know? I don't know. I mean, I guess you kind of have to know. They have to be able to track back. Like, I mean, we're getting into this pot thing, dude, and we're going to have to tag 
every plant when it gets to eight inches tall, right? Okay. So they can like trace it back in the future in year by years. You know Why? what I mean? Every fucking plant because it's gonna be ingested by someone. Well, so is romaine lettuce, and that fucking poisons people every two weeks. And they eventually find out where it's from, don't they? I guess. It's always romaine lettuce. I mean, I guess you would think that a head of lettuce would get more disgusting shit on it because it's got all those creeks and crevices on the inside. Well, I think the romaine is it's like it's shaped like that, so it's like a a big bowl. Right, but if you get it and you clean it, you still can't eat it? Or they just don't trust people to clean it enough. People don't clean shit. Zigzag. No, I buy the bag stuff because it's already clean. Right? <laughs> Under the assumption that it's fucking clean. Right. And I know it's not, but I'm going to wait till I turn like 70. Then I'm going to worry about eating stuff that might kill me by giving me the flu. As if you're going to turn 70. <laughs> well, a man can. The good news is I'll never have to stop eating romaine lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Not until really it's right. No, I am never going to turn seventy. I'm going from sixty-nine to seventy-one. Oh, good for you. Good attitude. Good you attitude. like that? That's what I'm going to do. I hope I do turn seventy. But then sometimes when I think about like going to the dentist and stuff, I'm like, I just hope I die before my teeth start hurting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just hope I go senile before I can exp- the pain hits because I can enjoy pain if I'm senile. You think so? I'll tell you what, dude. I worked at that old folks home, and I saw some scary stuff there with people being senile. And it's crazy because for some reason, and I don't know why, these people would be perfectly fine, right? I mean, we're talking nice old ladies, totally fucking nice and normal. And for some reason, and I'm guessing it's because they're getting kickback from the pharmaceutical company, their doctor decides to make a change in their medication. No reason. No reason at all, but they'll go in for their checkup. And I'd say this lady's been being nice and kind for fucking five years. They'll go in for a checkup. The doctor will change their medicine, and they'll fucking go bonkers. Like, really? Bonkers. And then you're like, why would the doctor change the medication just on a whim? You know what I mean? Everything's working fine. I think we need to throw a wrench into things. And, I mean, maybe that's how doctors are trained to operate. They're salespeople. For pharmaceutical companies. Really? That's yep, what yep. the doctor is. That's it. He stopped getting the kickback from company A, and company B was like, well, we'll give you this kind of okay thing. Right. Exam will give you more steak dinners and more whatever. More ballpoint pens with our brand on well, it. Well, I found out that my pass. doctor is, was known around town as Dr. Feelgood. I didn't know that. I didn't know that about my doctor, but I do know that every time I went in for some reason, he would try to get me. I mean, he gave me tons of fucking like uh, samples of shit. Right? Nothing useful though. Like nothing useful. Like nothing that would get your dick hard or whatever. <laughs> Not that I need that. But, no, of course uh, you don't. I mean, I, I need dick Sometimes I wish I do. Sometimes it's like, God, I wish I didn't fucking want sex like as much as I do for some reason. Shit, my dick's hard all the time. I need. But I mean. So, uh, but yeah, my my wife had to tell me that she heard it from some other lady that they call him Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood, really? Yeah. From some other lady. Interesting. It was a lady. No, it's not, but I did have, he did have a registered nurse or a nurse practitioner there, right? Mm-hmm. Her name was Debbie, 
And uh, <laughs> this is a crazy story, dude. Somehow they messed up some kind of blood test that I had, and it said my my blood sugar was 300. People like messing up your blood tests. I'm, t- I'm, dude. I must go to the most inept place. It was the same doctor's <laughs> office, though. It's the same office. Well, there you go. It makes sense. So, so she reads this, and they call me up, and they're like, "You need to come in for a consultation." I'm like, "A consultation for what?" Like, well, your blood, uh, your blood sugar was 300, right? And I'm like, uh-huh. "What? What are you talking about?" So they make me come in for this consultation. I don't know what's going on, right? I'm like. Okay, I guess I'm going. Then this before I started taking charge of my own health. I'm like, okay, you good said I have you. a blood sugar of 300. That's probably not good. I mean, they're telling me how bad it is. So I go in and they give me this consultation on okay. on having diabetes, right? And I'm like, what? I don't have diabetes. They're like, your blood sugar was 300. So I mean, I'm talking a consultation, dude. She's telling me I'm going to have to take shots. They gave me some kind of pill called Meltformin, which supposedly you told me is supposed to be really good for you, right? Didn't you tell me that? It's like some kind of anti-aging pill they have found out. Oh, fuck, I, know, then... I didn't take any. I threw it all out. But uh, so no I'm wonder. like, what the hell? I never took anything, right? And I'm like, well, I guess I started. I said to my wife, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start eating better and exercising, right? And uh, so I did all that, but I really didn't. I really didn't. I, know. <laughs> I did all that, but I really didn't. Okay. Right, I kind of did. You know what I mean? But I didn't. Yeah. And so I went and got another blood test, and my blood sugar was fucking totally normal. Right? Damn. So, Damn. so they're trying to tell me, well, this lady gets fired in the meantime, because I called up, and I was like, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? You guys should have given me another blood test or something. You know, I'm not just going to have a fucking three 300... Whatever. So here we go. Later, I try to get some fucking health insurance, right? Okay. And they go through my fucking medical records, and they find out that I they it said I had diabetes. What? Yeah. And they fucking told me that I lied on the thing when I said I didn't have diabetes. Yeah, dude. And so this chick fucked me up like that, right, with their fucking stupid mistake. And I had to have the insurance company call the fucking doctor's office. They were fighting it, dude. They didn't want to give me. I actually ended up getting insurance through someone else because they're like, no way. They said you have insurance. We're not giving or you have diabetes. We're not giving you insurance. Even though the doctor's office told them it was a fucking mistake. It was in my permanent what record. Stuff? Yeah. Why do people hate your blood so much, dude? No, because, dude, I'll tell you why. Your life was ruined for it's the better divide. part of a year. Because of I your blood. But yeah, I was. You're right. I totally was, dude. Jesus. And I'm too lazy to find a new doctor. Here's the deal. I feel too bad because they intimidate you. One time I called up and I'm like, I'm coming to get my my uh, my folder, I guess, my files, right? And yeah. they're like, watch. And I'm like, Is I'm moving. Mine? <laughs> I was moving. I said, I'm moving. And they're like, Tell us where. We'll just send them there. You, I mean, supposedly they tell you you can't come get your own file, but legally you fucking can. Fucking hey, go in there in person and be like, yeah, give me my shit. They are so reluctant to give you your shit. I don't, I don't know what they have in there, but they are so fucking reluctant to give you your shit because they know leverage. once you walk out, you're fucking gone. Yeah, they you're just gone. There. There. We know we how know. to read these files. You don't. Right. Exactly. And this tells us. Despite everything's normal, you have diabetes. 
Yeah, and then you had something on your spleen that wasn't even on your spleen. It was on your adrenal gland. And then you had some kind of blood disease, some rare blood disease that uh, you didn't fucking have, but we didn't do the right test for that either. Yeah, I've had a... Yeah, I've had a pretty pretty rough season one. Let's hope to a better season two. Are these the guys, the same guys, who, who were like, yeah, you have hemochromatosis? Yes. Yeah, it's the same fucking people. What the fuck, dude? Probably because they do their labs in-house, maybe. You could get a, a better diagnosis for anything on fiber.com. Dude, I can. I, you're right. You could. I got a better diagnosis from myself for free for, for right. Google costs. I'm telling you, people, do not trust fucking doctors with your health. I, if I ever have to have anything done, dude, I'm getting like five fucking opinions. And I used to think people were nuts for doing that because you're like, oh, they just don't want to fucking know the truth. No, man. I mean, it's, there's a fucking big margin of error out there in the medical field, big fucking time. And I, I would put error in quotes, honestly, man. I don't think it's error. I think, I think uh, there's something shady going on. Well, yeah, I mean, every time, seriously, every time you go in, they do try to put you on some kind of fucking medication. No lie. Unless your doctor is completely inept and maybe not a doctor and just printed his fucking diploma on a dot matrix printer. My doctor but, went to the American University in the Virgin Islands, so, and I, and I, that's true. And how scary is that at the end of the day? Wow, Google that. Maybe I told you, I told my mom about, you know, she knows that he was wrong about all this shit. And she apologized to me because she started taking me there when I was, like, 14. Oh, so that's what happened. Yes. My mom picked out an awful doctor. I picked him right out of the fucking yellow pages, I'm guessing. Mm, I guess that's where the yeah, sex change came into play. Yeah, it was painful. I mean, they didn't even use any anesthetic. How odd! That's how low budget of a doctor this guy is. I saw the, the, the pictures of you as a child. You were a very pretty girl. I was. Thank you very much. Uh, and now you're an ugly man. Not as pretty as that blonde in that picture on your Facebook page. I'm going to tell you that right now. Do you have to send me the picture or, or highlight it or find it? Here. I'll show you right here. Oh, it's going to make me feel weird because it has to be a family member. It's not. To... I'm telling you. It's a distant family member. Let's see here. Rufus Flaskowski. So what did you get for Christmas, Rufus? Would it like me? Nothing. Yeah. As a family, we got some family stuff, a cutting board with our name in it. Ain't that fancy? Uh, a marble thing for cutting cheese on. Um, I hope you have a lot of countertop space. No, we did. We no longer <laughs> did. Now it's covered with cutting yeah. boards. You ask for one cutting board, and all of a sudden you get, like, every cutting board on the market? Yeah, our our, our counter space is now covered with decorative kitchen trinkets. Are they matching? No. No, they're not. But they all have the letter H on them, which is good. For Slaskowski? Yeah, I mean, R. R for Rufus. (laughs) Oh, R, okay. I'm telling you, dude, it was on your – do you know the pictures I'm talking about? No, I don't. There were pictures of well, it was pictures of you. Obviously, were the were um, the minister. Maybe it was on your aunt's page. Well, it must have been. I don't think I have him on my page. Okay. Well, I'll send it to you then. I'd have to look. You'll have to look up your aunt's thing. I don't even know her name. I must have clicked on her name, 
and there was a picture of you, and I guess I thought it was your thing. I don't know. I'm very inept when it comes to Facebook, so it's well, out it's, there somewhere. Uh, it's Tucci's ex-wife. Yeah, I know that. I know that. My my son got two cool gifts. He got one a remote control car. Nice. Those were my favorite when I was a kid. But it has a camera, and you can put a, your phone in like some goggles. Right. And you can drive around your house from like a mouse's point of view. They're like, like Stuart the mouse. Yes. Like your we were favorite guy. About? Oh right. my god. It makes you pretty nauseous though. It, it's how, tough to do. It's how many neat. girls' bathrooms will have those in them in the next? like six months and kids will be getting kicked out of school for driving their little cars into the girl's bathroom. Uh, both too many and yet not enough. <laughs> I guess you don't know which bathroom to go in anymore. You just go in the transgender bathroom. Yeah. The Z or Zer bathroom. I mean, do transgenders, I don't think they need their own bathroom. Just let them use the other bathroom. Or go out back. I guess. Or do you just, I guess, Technically, you should probably use the bathroom of the type of plumbing you have. I think it. every bathroom should just have a stall for each toilet, and then who gives a fuck? I mean, you'd let women and men go in. Uh, if, you get your, if you get your wiener cut off, you're more than welcome to use the woman's bathroom, in my personal opinion. Yes. Because you can't really hurt anyone with no. it because you don't have it. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying. If you ever had a sex change to become a woman and they had to cut your uh, your weenus off, would you request, I would, to keep the weenus and be like, just take it home and do something with it? I think I would ask them to put it on ice like they do those like famous people as Walt Disney's had on ice, isn't it? I would see how much it would cost to keep my weenus on ice just in case I changed my mind Ooh. and wanted to have it reconnected. But I did see this thing on uh, on the Internet, and I don't know if it's true or not. I'm assuming it's true, but a man, a transgender, a guy who was transgender decided to remove his penis mm-hmm. and cook it and feed it to his guests. It's like a, some kind of salute to I'm eating my penis. Or that I no longer have a penis, I guess. Well, that is totally normal, and we should all accept it. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you be mad if someone fed you their penis without telling you? But that would be considered rape. Is that rape? It's mouth rape. Well, it's I mean, col- so it's rape. It's culinary rape. I mean, it's disturbing, to say the least. Yes. I would rather not know. What do you think it tastes like? Probably a little bit like bacon. bacon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm not yeah. thinking chicken. I'm definitely not thinking chicken. Not chicken. Maybe fish, depending on when it was last used. Think fish? I don't know. I don't imagine it tastes. Well, I guess it depends on what he cooked it with. I mean, maybe it tasted like onions or uh, some kind of etouffee. Uh, I, I I would grow my my. Penis with some shallots and maybe some garlic. Red some wine butter. sauce. I would do mine red in a red wine. wine sauce. A lot of parsley, probably. A lot yeah, of fresh yeah. parsley. Maybe a squeeze of lemon. Coriander. Coriander is a good one. Probably a bay leaf, I'm guessing. Some type of mirepoix. Yes, that too. Whatever that is. Mirepoix. 
Dubois is this is my understanding is it's the tri- the trinity, the trilogy, so to speak. It's carrots, onions, and celery. Carrots onions French cooking, yes. Really? Wow. Now the Trinity is what uh Emerald Lagasse uses and that is carrots not carrots, bell peppers, celery and onion. I like that better. Do you really? I like, I'm not a yeah. fan of a cooked bell pepper. I don't mind a raw bell pepper, but a, a cooked bell pepper just doesn't do it for me. It depends on how it's cooked. Depends on how it's cooked. How would you cook? I mean, how many ways are there to cook a bell pepper? Uh, like I like bell peppers like sliced in slivers and cooked with fajitas. See, I, I don't mind that, but I prefer my fajitas without. I got to go. But. Yeah. Well, learn to live a little. Get a little class, goddammit. You're an animal eating fucking cooked bell peppers. Oh, sorry. I don't eat what Emeril Lagasse eats. That you are eating what Emeril Lagasse eats. Oh, yeah, that's right. Goddammit, you tricked me. I saw him a while back on the, the uh, he, was, he was on Rachel Ray's channel, of all people, and they looked, the way they were both hunched over, they looked like father and daughter. By the yeah. By the way, I mean they both have like that hunch over the over the stove hunch, and I, you know what? It's endearing to me because I told you my grandma had like that hunch, and her yeah, back. She was the best fucking cook ever. I would suspect that Emerald probably has better looking and less hairy tits. Than, yeah, uh, I would have to assume so too. I would assume, but I I mean I don't even have to assume. I guarantee you they're better looking and, and <laughs> boob shape. Than uh, than hers. Yeah. God bless her. I mean, but I don't know. She's a great cook. She, she makes her boobs fixed. You know what I mean? It's it's okay if they look like that. You can have them fixed. Hers look like a couple of flat pancakes, and she's never had any chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she has dogs. Oh, oh my God! She nurses her dogs. <laughs> she nurses her dog. It's but nutrition. A little, a little. I was gonna say a little squirt in every bag of nutrition. Oh, my God. It's what makes nutrition delish. Wow. That's why they look like punctured water balloons and have stretch marks, because he's just wringing them out in every bag of nutrition. Maybe olive oil is not her thing. Maybe it's it's milk. What does she call it? EVV extra virgin mammary milk. Oh, my God. EVMM. She is married, though, so she ain't no extra She is married. But, I mean, the guy's a total homosexual. Have you seen John? (laughs) No, no, I have not. He's he's gay. He's like as gay as Giada's husband was. Uh, Wait. Look how gay Todd was. He was a pants designer. A pants designer? She only wanted a sperm donor. Well, if we're talking about Giada, I'll be a sperm donor. He did not want your sperm, sir. Well, no, not unless it's sautéed with leeks. She likes to put it in her spaghetti. That's what I can't stand about her, the way she just throws in, like, those, the her quote-unquote Italian words when they suit her, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, oh, there's one word that she always does that annoys the fuck out of me. R- ricotta. Zigzags, zigzags come. Is that the one? Yeah, well, that's the name of her show, her her podcast. <laughs> it is. You're right. It's a sticky situation. I think she likes to is the tagline. Yes. So go so, ahead. What is the one word that she says that drives you bananas? 
uh, Ricotta. Or Ricotta. 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 Ricotta, yeah. Or what is, uh, I'm trying to think of another one. Prosciutto. But she's in, it's just spaghetti. Just say spaghetti, all right? It's not spaghetti. It's spaghetti. God damn it. But she's nepotized in. I mean, her grandpa was Dino De Laurentiis, right? He pretty much owned Bora Bora and did all those movies, did a ton of movies. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like she's built on any kind of fucking credibility, other than she has a gorgeous body. Amen. Her head seems a little big for her body, or maybe it's her mouth. Seems big on her head. She's always got that goofy-ass smile. She's probably high on the weed. I wonder if that's what people say about me. Uh, no. No. Stupid smile. Not goofy. You know who I hate? Maybe hate's a strong word, but you know who annoys the fuck out of me for some reason? Can I guess? Can I guess? Is you it someone can guess. On the Food Network? Is it someone on the Food Network? I don't know if it's Food Network. I'm assuming it is because it's a food-related show. Yeah. Um, the old lady that's like from the uh, – what is her name? The Barefoot Contessa? Yes. Yes. No. Oh, what is her name, though? Do you know her name? Barefoot. <laughs> okay, Contessa. Okay. Who do you hate? It's got to be – she annoys me too, but I I I I, I kind of I like her in a grandma kind of way. But there is one lady who really fucking annoys me. Who's that? That is the pioneer woman. Oh my God, Dree Drummond. Re isn't that Dree Drummond? Dree Drummond. Jesus my wife Christ. is a huge. Oh my God, my wife and you would have to duke it out. I, I would I, agree with you. I don't like her either. I believe it. I believe every woman on this planet loves her to death, and every man is like, what a fucking... I'm glad you can cook, but you're obviously able to do this because your husband's a shitload of fucking money. fucking ranch. They live on like 5,000 fucking acres or something insane. And I read her Wikipedia. She just married into money. Oh, yeah. Duh. I mean... If you've got nothing to do and you're fucking rich, you can cook some shit, I'm sure. But it, it annoys me whenever they introduce her. She's like, I'm a writer and a blogger and a photographer. Oh, right. and, and I a like photographer. to cook. That's right. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have every hobby in the world. Now someone deserves to make a show about it. Mm-hmm. I'm a sculptor and a wood artist and a, you know, she's like everything. She's everything that you can do in your spare time. She's also a professional bowler and a golfer and a tennis player. She's like she always your sports. She always has a dumbass, stupid, fake grin, and she she annoys the hell out of me. So I can see why women. She's not even good looking. She's not good looking either. Not in the least, dude. Not in the least. Now we have the Pioneer Woman's Cookbook. And I'm going to say right now, if you go head-to-head, Pioneer's, Pioneer Woman's Cookbook versus Rachel Ray's 30-Minute Meals, Rachel Ray is going to win every fucking time. Absolutely. Every fucking I'm, I'm time. Sure. Because all that fucking stupid – she's like that Ina Garten, the, the barefoot contessa lady, because all the shit in the book looks super fucking fancy, and it tastes like fucking shoe leather. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, go out and find – $200 worth of ingredients that don't even fucking taste good 
or that you won't be able to find. So this might as well throw this fucking cookbook in the garbage. I mean, Rachel Ray, you know, set the the troll like body aside. At least she's a, she's a kind of a cool chick. She's like yeah. a dude. Yep. Yeah. She's like you know one, of, like one of the guys. You like? Oh yeah. She's like such a dude. You like hang out with her, and yeah, she's a chick enough. Maybe you'd let her give you a hand job. Yeah. Like yeah. do her a favor. Be like, yeah, you can yank on it. See, you you made it work. You made it work. You you're all right. You're kind of I'll like a you. woman. I'll let you. Let, wait, let me start, and you can finish. <laughs> there you go. No, you start, and I'll finish. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like getting those high school hand jobs when it's like a chick's working a fucking 50s cigarette machine on your fucking cock. Trying to get you like, okay, this, you're hurting me. This isn't this is supposed to feel good, not hurt. Let me show you how to do it. <laughs> yeah, let me show you how to do it. Oh, wait, you have a penis, too. All Great. right. Just leave the room so I can finish. <laughs> Come back in and clean up. No, just don't go home and tell your folks. Don't feel all guilty that you gave me a hand job and have to go home and tell your folks about it. That's right, because you're going to give many other men hand jobs in your Unless life. Your mom is asking. If your mom asks, you can tell her. Did you right. tell you... me that you told her? <laughs> I'll give you a good review on Yelp. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably some kind of fucking site out there. Like Tinder, can you do, do people on Tinder like grade how good they get fucked by a dude or something? There was a site I found. I don't remember how I found it. I, I don't remember the website. Sure you but do. it was it was for no. It was like oh shit. The domain name was really weird. But it was like a Yelp for like call girls and prostitutes. And oh yeah, right. I've people seen would that. give like reviews and shit, and and then these chicks would have. Like... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.